0: G'day, everyone. It's Will. I'll be quick. Uh, new guest, new guest, Charlie, Laura House. Uh, if you listen to Comedy Film Nerds or a bunch of other podcasts, you've probably heard Laura House before. She is one of those people that I did not know before this podcast, and it's rare that I have someone on the podcast that I don't know at all, but I listen to her, particularly for me on Comedy Film Nerds. Uh, I think she's perhaps my favorite guest that they have on that show, and I just always found her so delightful and interesting and funny and warm and all those things. So I reached out on the internet, you know, uh, and just went, hey, do you want to come and do my podcast? And she uh, bravely enough came to a stranger's house to uh, talk to a complete stranger and make something. And uh, I really loved it. Uh, I loved having her on and I I hope we'll have her back all the time. I think she's fantastic. As usual, when we have a new guest on the podcast – A way you can contribute is if you like them, just hit them up on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever and tell them that you heard them on the podcast and you like them because it just encourages people to come back, really. And it tells them that, you know, kind of welcome to this universe and, you know, it's nice to have you here. So, uh, that's a way you can contrib- tr- contribute to the podcast if you like the podcast, if you're looking for a way to contribute, uh, if you'd like to help us out. Uh, another way you can do that is to rate the podcast, you know, give it a star rating where you listen to it or write it a review, those sort of things, uh, to keep the, the algorithm, the way that… Uh, the iTunes thing works. I don't actually know how it works, but, uh, you know, obviously the more feedback and stuff and the more passing around of the podcast, it keeps it up there and it means that new people can discover the podcast and you know, blah, blah, blah. Last but not least, uh, the way you can support the podcast of course is we have a Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash uh, that's just a way for you to be able to contribute. If you would like to contribute, we try to keep the podcast free and free of uh, advertising. Well, I mean, you know, we plug our shit all the time, but free of advertising for, um, you know, products that we don't believe in and those sort of things. So the way you can contribute to help us uh, keep it going, uh, at the moment we're trying to raise some money to get to the LA Podcast Festival. But uh, the way you can uh, help us out is you can go to the Patreon page and, you know, you could subscribe $1 a month or $2 a month. Uh, if you, There are some good reward levels. Um, uh, what do we got out here? Let's have a look at the page. I actually... Um, uh, oh, okay. So... Uh, For $20 or more per month, you get a uh, hard copy version of the TOEFL 100. That's when we had the... uh, uh Uh, the the court stenographer who uh, transcribed the show live on stage during our 100th now her version is very different to the actual so you can listen to the version that we posted and you can read along with the hard copy James Fosdyke did the art it looks really fucking fantastic so there's uh, there's still like 80 of those left if you want to be a $20 that's pretty high though I understand that um there's a fifteen dollar level where you get uh first access to all of our live shows, uh which do tend to sell out, so that's a pretty good level. But this is the one I want to talk about. If you pledge ten dollars a month. Now I know ten bucks is like a lot, but um you know, it covers all our podcasts that you know, philosophy, uh Fofop, Tofop and our footy podcast, Two Guys, One Cup, and uh, we try to get out two, or, two or three podcasts a week. You know, sometimes it's just two, you know, two or three. Sometimes it's even more than that. Um, and so, you know, if, if you think that that if maybe you listen to all four of those podcasts and you think, oh well, that's worth it. You know, if I get my two or three podcasts a week, maybe I got ten bucks uh, at the ten dollar level. There's also an extra special bonus thing. So, <clears throat> a lot of you will know James Fosdyke. Uh, If you are new to the podcast or new to our world, you might not know who Foz is yet. Well, you're in for an absolute treat. Foz uh, came to us through the podcast originally and has been doing art and stuff for our podcast for years. And that transitioned into him doing all the art and stuff for my show. So if you've seen one of my shows, one of the backdrops or one of the posters in the last four or five years, they've all been drawn by James Fosdyke. And now he is doing a weekly, well, sorry, a fortnightly comic strip for the $10 subscribers. So basically it takes a moment from one of the podcasts and he's starting at tofot 100 and it'll take a moment that charlie and i were talking about or whatever and he will uh use that as an inspiration and then extrapolate out into his own foz world and he's already done like four or five that have gone up they're all brilliant and you get one of those I mean, you get that, you get access to that, exclusive access to that. So it's really fucking great. And basically what we wanted is, you know, obviously if we can get more people at this level, it helps us on the podcast, but it also helps James, who's done so many things for the podcast and that you guys have enjoyed, you know, the t-shirts and all those sort of things. James has always done those things as a discounted rate for us because, you know, he's a friend of our world and a friend of our podcast. But like all of us, you know, you do something for a long time, eventually, you know, the it's hard to justify to your family while you're going off to spend all that time doing that free thing or that thing that you're not really getting paid for. So what we thought we could do is incorporate a Foz level. I mean, Foz likes doing stuff for the show and we wanted something extra cool for the show. And so that is, uh, you know, banged in together. That's So that $10 level is a way of you not only supporting us, but if you like Foz and you like his art, it means that next time we need him to do something for a poster for a show, you know. Then uh, you know he'll he'll be available to us, and and we'll have the money to be able to pay him properly to do those sort of things. So that's what the new ten dollar level on the Patreon side is. You don't have to subscribe forever, um, you know. But if you if you like the show and you think it's a value for your money, and you are in a position to support it, all the money we raise always goes back into the show and the supporting the people around us who help us make the show. Because our aim is just to get it out as much as possible, you know, at the level at Patreon at the moment, we're getting out two or three podcasts, you know, a week. At some stage, I think our dream would be that we could be getting out four in the week, you know, particularly during footy season, you know, maybe three a week, you know, in the rest of the year, three or four a week, and then, you know, four in the footy season. Anyway, so uh, contribute if you would like to contribute, if that sounds like something that you would like. I said I would keep this brief and it's been six minutes, but for me, you know what, that's not too bad, I don't think. Um, all right, I am going to go on uh Do some work. I have some other things I need to do. So I hope you enjoy this episode with the fabulous Laura House. Everyone relax. This is Top. Oh, 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 oh. oh, 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 oh. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and uh, joining me first time guest Charlie and it's been a while since we've had a first time guest Charlie. It's the first time uh, since the 250th, I'm hoping in this next 50 episodes before we get to the 300th we might introduce some new people to the family but uh, quickly before I introduce this person I'm going to tell you it's an interesting one for me because I don't regularly have people on the podcast and I can't remember the last time I've had anyone on the podcast that... I don't really know. <laughs> so uh, this is a bit of a blind date, but it's somebody who I have heard <laughs> on a bunch of other podcasts and gone, oh, I wish she was on my podcast. Oh, <laughs> so boy. please welcome who guest Charlie, it? Laura House. How are oh, you? Oh, hello. Hello.
1: Um, I always automatically clap
0: like it's a morning show.
1: Oh, get okay. What? I add, in, honk, I, add
0: in, I add in sound sound effects. later. <laughs> oh, good, good. It's, yeah, it's nothing but sound oh, effects. Oh, good. I
1: want penguins and some like cartoon feet running. Oh, I want, that's good. I want
0: everything. You know uh, G- George Miller who directed mm-hmm. Happy Feet. Uh, mm-hmm. I currently have his phone number in my phone. Oh, okay. We've been going through this podcast. So here's what happened. <laughs> I love uh, Mad Max and I love George Miller. Okay. Like I. I think, like, a man, 70, he inspires me so much. Like, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a medical doctor, so oh. he was trained as a medical doctor and he decided that he wanted to be an artist and make films. And at age 72, he made one of the most creative action films, mm-hmm. you know, that I've seen in years and revolutionised what I thought you could do in cinema again That's and amazing. all those sort of things. But he also lives near me. So when I'm walking my dog, <laughs> I see him regularly uh-huh. and I want to – I want to talk to and you've him. never approached him. No, I've never. approached I him.
1: respect that so much, right? But yeah, I, because we're sitting in the middle of Hollywood, where people will tackle someone just who's just trying to buy coffee because they're on a TV show.
0: Do you think they do to that here? I actually think they're pretty restrained, considering how many opportunities they have to see celebrities. I, ideally, you want
1: to be restrained, but it happens all the time. Like where it's just it's like people are just trying to do a, you know buy groceries or what, some simple thing. So I. Okay. Your restraint is respectable but also you never know if somebody would appreciate the compliment. I I aim low. Like if some if I'm pretty sure people aren't told, "Oh my god, I think you're amazing much" I'll give it. I'll give it to them. Oh, you! But think, you'd yeah. never see me approach Brad Pitt. But if there's yeah. like he that knows. guy on that show that did that, like one time, it was like you were so good on that arc on the practice where you played <laughs> that murderer, and right. then Cameron Mannheim didn't know, like, because you were a boyfriend Then you said she was ugly, but you were ugly. But you had that head in your car. Oh my God, you were so great! <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh my
0: God, thank you." Yeah. No, I, I think I
1: think you're right. <laughs> so maybe you. Yeah if you're if you're walking a dog and he's walk maybe a maybe a wave, maybe you do the old pretend you don't know who it is and just strike up hey, do you have the time to strike see if something Catches fire.
0: Okay, I'm going to give you two things for context because <laughs> we don't know each other. I need to point out I'm not always this restrained. I once followed, <laughs> I once followed Fabio into the showers at the gym to see what his penis looked like. Oh, so, and yes. did you?
1: Was that successful?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he was having a shower in a, an open area where right. anybody could have seen what his penis so looked like. So you did get to see. Was it I, impressive? I mean, I actually feel like here's the thing. I'm not. It I'm, would
1: look average, I would think, in a shower so situation, big.
0: and also because he's. So so big. um Like, do you mean? Like, and it wasn't in full presentation or anything. He mm-hmm. was like literally a man having a shower. And so, he must
1: have noticed that you had a camera.
0: Well, I mean, here's the what? thing. <laughs> he was fine with here's okay, here's how I put it. He was fine with showering in a place that was open where anyone could have. Walked. Yeah, right. So that's oh, not a point. That's not good the call point. of a man who yeah, has yeah. something to hide. Yeah,
1: we can all drive home sweaty. He yeah. was like
0: so I felt, this is yeah. what's happening. And by the way, Fabio did not need a shower that day because I'd seen his workout, which was mostly just going over and talking to middle-aged ladies and then oh. doing a couple of arm curls. <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: For them specifically, yeah, ladies. Literally. Oh wow!
0: Yeah, That's he, he spent like an hour kind of and a life, half.
1: How? Huh? What a sad, weird life.
0: I used to go to this gym that I hated. <laughs> like I hated. I gave up going to the gym like 18 months ago, and I've never been happier. Like <laughs> okay. never. But the only thing I miss is the gym that I went to had heaps of celebrities who worked out there. Oh, interesting. So it was my. I feel like you can learn so much from somebody watching them work out. Okay. You know, about what they're really like, you know. Because
1: if they're like, if they're working out, but they're clearly looking to see if people are watching them work out, right. like that's a certain kind of jerk.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> whereas the, like okay. when Dr. Dre would come in and work out. Oh, God. Dre's all about the work out.
1: Yeah, you, sure. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's a guy who's got uh, other
0: shit to do with his day, right. and when he's working out, he doesn't oh, want to no. be stopped and being told. So her. this
1: is a fancy Australian gym.
0: No, this was here in LA. Oh, got it. Got right it. when I first came here, and I was I like, see. oh, I'm in LA. This I should go to the gym. Equinox
1: or Crunch or what? Yeah. Whatnot. got it. Yeah,
0: correct. And uh, but the you,
1: you would think they would. I mean, Dre, I would think has a, would have a sweet gym at his
0: house mansion. I mean, I feel like occasionally you're there to show off, right. and Dre. Look good, you oh, know what yeah. I mean. Like if I were Dre, that I was- wouldn't be I wouldn't be hiding that in my own basement, you know. All right, I'm not keeping that to you know like if Joseph Fritzel was just in the sit-ups, all right, he wouldn't have locked his dirty so, secret in the basement.
1: So you just uh, so it's advertising, yeah, to some I think degree, so, yeah. right? Okay, but
0: the it. the one that I always remember is, uh, and this is my favorite, is Jeff Goldblum. Oh, all right, mm-hmm. works out in slacks. No, like you know, no, yeah, like normal pants you would no. wear to an office job, like packing. he comes in like yes, yeah, like he works at blockbuster, you're right, and oh then just comes God. in and gets on the cross trainer that's so specifically weird, right that.
1: The only the thing that makes it make sense is that it's Jeff Goldblum. Right. Where you go, oh yeah, oh yeah, I can see that guy being right. weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my friend said he was waiting in line, uh, you know, whatever fancy restaurant for valet, and that Jeff Goldblum was there with a, a young woman. I believe he's married now. It could uh-huh. have been her, a different young woman at the time. But the um, that my friend said when Jeff, when, he said I noticed it was Jeff Goldblum. And when he noticed that I noticed that it was Jeff Goldblum, he started like putting on a show, like sort of dancing around and making out with her and just like a whole, like, oh, I'm... Like he was just turned the switch on of his Jeff goldblum Went full Goldblum. (laughs) Went full Goldblum, yes. Yeah.
0: Well, well, people want the experience, right?
1: I I mean...
0: He's giving the people what they want. But you also
1: just kind of like your eyes just kind of wander and you register, oh, that's... That's him, and then now there's a, like a sad, empty man dancing around in the parking lot, just <laughs> waiting for the valet. Like I'm with a young woman. I'm in Independence Day. All of them blah blah blah. Like yeah. okay, well,
0: yeah. I mean, I guess sad. if it wasn't Jeff Goldblum, I would have said there's this crazy guy at my gym who works out in his slacks.
1: <laughs> so it would, it would be. There's a guy you never want to talk to, but instead it's like there's a guy who's in all the big movies somehow.
0: Where are you from? Where? How Texas. long have you been here in LA? I've been
1: here about 15 years. Oh, okay, so like
0: a long time. Yeah, like, a long time. Do you like it here? It's like people ask me that a lot. It's interesting. Oh, yeah? They always ask me, do you like it here? And I'm like, I haven't really thought about it because I'm here for, you for know, work. For, for a work reason. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I like it enough. I think I like it. Do you I, like
1: it? I like it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and we are here for work, so it's like just a giant, sunny office. Right. But it is like, <laughs> like, but people love to hate it. Like, I don't know if that's why people are asking you, right. but I'm from Austin. Well, I grew up in Dallas, but I went to school in Austin. Uh-huh. And Austin is like um, Oz in the way that Australia or parts of Australia might think of itself as like just this is the most amazing place. I sleep and then I surf and I have good friends and we read books and we're not fake assholes. And like Austin has this, like, this is the most. And so when you kind of break out of the comedy scene or you, you know, have done all you feel you can do and, you know, go to L.A. or New York or whatever, people are like, how's L.A.? Or just the stu, how's Smell-A? Right. (laughs) How's L.A.? Like, oh, your cleverness astounds
0: me, but I... I mean, the finest comedy minds.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) it's it's like, well, if you're... I mean, if you're an... Let's... I don't want to bag out let's say if you're a person with issues Uh um of like addiction or whatever it's a tough place because you're (laughs) looking externally for validation and you're and it's a hard but everywhere is hard if you're that i say that as uh someone who knows but then if you're when you're like a whole normal person you find your community who you like and you find the places you like to go to and it's you make a home for yourself so but yeah it's people love to hate it like t- it's horrible right cuz i made the right decision staying here and not going there cuz this place is amazing i guess if you want to feel that way
0: yeah and if you want to feel that way i don't think there's actually if you <laughs> genuinely do feel that way there is some great joy in that like knowing I your guess place so, yeah. like the thing that i well okay here's what i'll ask you cuz my family i come from farmers so my oh, okay. bro- grandfather father brother so, three generations living on the same road, 354 oh, people. Wow. You know, that's 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 a, a, a people who are happy, you know, uh-huh. who have chosen their world and their life. And it is that world and it is that life and all the things within mm-hmm. it are important, whatever to them. Mm-hmm. But it is a commute. Like, you know, my grandmother lives around the corner. You know, yeah. the, the kids are, you know, dad. Very sweet. My brother works with my dad. You know, the grandkids are there. They can see them all the time. Oh. I'm sure they're very happy with what they've created. Mm hmm. Is there a thing where I think like, you know, in, in show business in particular, but like, you know, in the the travel of a comedian and all those sort of things mm-hmm. where there's almost like an endless yearning, like this sense of like, you know, that nowhere is quite, yeah. you know, enough. And sometimes I feel like, oh, is is that what you're stuck with? This idea that you can never be contented? Like, is that part of the the aspirational showbiz? Like, does it come with that?
1: The inher- Do you mean inherently the performer never quite feels at home.
0: Right. Or is it just, or, you know, but just, or even that what you were saying is, is there some great comfort in going, you know what? I don't need to go to LA. I'm really happy here in Austin and I'm like great here and I have this really great life. So instead of, I guess maybe I think about it through my own prism of like, Mm -hmm. you know, when I come over here and I like, I'm working harder and it's costing me money and I'm struggling or whatever. I w- maybe what if i, Should I just I- be a farmer right
1: yeah <laughs> when you're like maybe i just <laughs> grab a hoe and right. i've made all the wrong life choices you know what, I mean? I I'm, you know what? I'm gonna be the funniest fucking farmer in, in all of australia yeah then i don't uh, have, to know, have the pressure i totally get that i just think there's sort of two things there's the person who's like because it's scary to leave a safe place and right. go pursue something that you don't know what's going to happen. So I think sometimes there's the people that are justifying not going somewhere. And there's uh-huh. like, I really want to hear that LA is terrible because I, I don't want to yeah. think that's something I should have tried. But then I do. And, and for years I was jealous of like, <laughs> because I'm from a, a, a suburb of Dallas. So oh. it wasn't as small as 350, but it was, it's still like a country mindset. A lot of people live within a few miles of where they grew up and that sort of thing. I played,
0: uh, mm-hmm. the comedy club in Dallas. Oh, uh, the improv or no. a different one? The one oh, on top called... of
1: the bowling alley?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, in a like it was, a bit, it was near the George W. Bush library university, whatever okay. that university is. So it's not technically in the center of Dallas. It's in like one of those kind of satellite, okay. you know, kind of, anyway, sure whatever. Which one that is. Um, and, It was interesting to me because it was probably the most conservative place I had been because I haven't been to a lot of, you know, this was, you know, as far as they kind of sent me into that sort of world. Uh And it was, I found it a very, like I met some really awesome people there. Like I had a really great time. But there was also something else about it that...
1: Yeah, Dallas is a weird, it's kind of a weird, yeah, it's kind of a weird place. But I do think like, so there are some people who I grew up with that I'm like, why couldn't I have been happy just marrying a used car salesman right. you know or whatever <laughs> right. like like we look on facebook or whatever yeah. like oh why couldn't i have been happy with just you know like whatever i had found by 28 right. or whatever and i'm like and oh, then I don't really i'm to just gonna stay the, here and I, yeah <laughs> but, but but i have found personally like that as i slowly came to like switch my focus and embrace like well this is what it is and this is what i'm doing and it is fine and get that i ha- i have found like the more i found like a community you know of i don't know like minded people or whatever the more i'm like oh okay this this is home but i guess that was i mean I, I, if i've been here 15 years like that was just a few years ago so right. it's a long it's a long it's a lot of soul searching to kind of go where do i belong or you know whatever but where am i happy? yeah and i've also had so many experiments with um fantasizing you know texas is my home you know like i'll buy uh-huh. a ticket to go home and i'll be like oh i want to see that old i'll see that that old old guy dated in high school and maybe i'll li-. and then i go home and i'm just like oh this is the worst place like <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm just like ah, oh, i wanted out of here since i was you know could like open my eyes like for a reason right so it's a it's nice to go oh right la
0: is so explain to me place. what growing up uh, in Texas is like. What what are your memories of, like, what is, what is your existence? What do you do, like, when you're a kid? And- oh,
1: boy. Um, my existence, well, I'm from um, a kind of a, I think a, Somewhat typical suburban family. Like, um, what
0: did you? Did you have two parents? Yeah, two
1: parents. And uh, what did they do? My dad worked at city hall. My mom was a teacher. Okay, yeah. And uh, we're adopted, so my mom like couldn't have kids and Uh really wanted kids. So it's you know, boy and a girl, and a mom and a dad, and lived in the same house, never moved, had the same friends, and the the part that gives it kind of a fun uh, country bent is, um, like, my dad's a hunter. Like, my dad worked for City Hall, and Uh then he was a hunter. And, like, really... Into it, you know, like he's never home during deer season, like on the weekends, and right. you know, if it's not deer season, it's turkeys or it's doves, and he, or he's fishing, uh-huh. or he, you know, like anything. Yeah. Now I know is what adult, can I kill? Yeah, anything to get away. <laughs> it is absolutely what can
0: I kill? What can I kill to get out of the house? And
1: he was yes. I just I'm not into that wife and daughter, and I gotta kill something. This was the solution.
0: This is an amazing. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to kill them, no, but I no, will, no. but some ducks That's are going to have to. <laughs> but
1: I can definitely be away from yeah. them, kill killing other, things. other things. And there's <laughs> enough satisfaction with uh, a steady stream of beer to make that work. Yeah. Um, yeah, that could have been his thinking. <laughs> Um, I've been talking about him on stage lately. Of like, my he's been my dad has been mad for so long uh-huh. that that's just his cadence now. Okay, like right. he can't say like, and even when he gen- genuinely means something friendly, just sounds mad. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Like every <laughs> day where I'm, and like it's so true that he. Well, I love you. Like he. <laughs> I'm going home next week and he's, he's been having all these procedures cause he's old and he's just having all this So I go home as much as possible, yeah. even though he's like, well, thanks for coming. I guess like, he can't even like, I'm like, all right. Like I just have to translate. This means I love you so much. Right. I'm so glad you're my daughter. Right. Like I just have to like fake translate for my dad. Well, I guess you can stay a couple of days. <laughs> like, Oh, he's saying he's eternally grateful. Whatever. <laughs> This is the most I'm going to get from this man, but like he's, uh, I he's mean, they, having these heart procedures yeah. and he's like, it's no big deal. <laughs> he just, he calls his cane a stick. Like he's just a tough, uh, no country for old men, uh-huh. Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. That's my
0: dad. Oh uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well I like him now. i got no, this whole image. This when is I nice.
1: saw that movie, I was hitting my roommate. I was like, yeah. that's my dad. Like he wasn't quite Cur- Hank Curmudgeonly? Hank Curmudgeonly, and the kind of guy that could see a—I remember the scene of a—it uh, was like a cartel death scene in the desert or something, just, just carnage, uh-huh. and just not—not not even a raised eyebrow. Walks into the trailer, and there's like a half a glass of milk that somebody left, and he picks it up. Well, I hate to see that. <laughs> like my dad would totally see like 80 murders, and then be like, "How do you just leave milk <laughs> out?" Who? What kind of animal <laughs> would just leave, like I mean, finish it or put it back in the fridge? The
0: murder, I understand. Yeah, but then what would ha- be
1: like? Well, that's, I, mean, I mean, that's what a cartel's gonna that's, do, yeah,
0: right? But re- there's no reason for this. I mean, health and hygiene, <laughs> safety. But for the milk, how long's it been out here? I mean, I assume it's pasteurized, you, you can't right? You can drink Is this,
1: it now. Like, who's gonna try? It? I mean, it's just, that's just a waste.
0: Yeah, I mean, in an accident, waiting to happen. I mean, yeah. I
1: was like, oh, my God, I've
0: never seen my fa- the essence of my father captured so well. So interesting. Is there any uh, grandchildren in your family?
1: No. Um, not really. My brother and I don't. Have kids, but he married someone Uh with two sons, but they were already like seniors in high school, college age. So, kind of, but we never.
0: The thing that I found really interesting is because I I don't think that I will have kids, although, Mm -hmm. you know, who knows? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not anti the idea, Mm -hmm. but I also, I'm 42 years old now, and And it's just women. And I hate women. What? (laughs) what? Hang on.
1: Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Not all men. Hang on. What? (laughs) (laughs) yeah no you're not allowed to love mad max and uh be an mra guy because they were so fucking mad at that movie Uh like so mad at it anyway (laughs) men can be terrible literally not all men but fucking way too many men just the ones you see yeah way too many men that's 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 the thing that's That's what i was like yeah i mean anyway whatever you're letting the fucking team down men raise your fucking (laughs) game true
1: men what's wrong with you come
0: on just fucking minimum standards guys just come on (laughs) Uh, it was such a fucking strong brand for so long oh my god you know
1: 20 percent of you are great come on what's wrong with the rest of you i mean
0: essentially we were coke before you had to print the ingredients (laughs) but now that people know what's in it and who it kills we're like oh oh,
1: fucking come on the ingredients of men <laughs> um, anyway. Arrogance,
0: so sexism. I don't, my brother and sister both have kids. Uh-huh. And uh, so sh- she's got four and he's got two. And so you get to see your parents because like they're also suffer. close. Uh, well, you just get to see them with kids, like at an age that you can't remember them being mm. with you. So then you start to have that question of going, because I can't remember my my dad with the kids. Like, I mean, he just adores them, you know. But oh, I never yeah, really yeah, yeah. remember that aspect of my dad. Right. And so I wonder whether it's just something he has now. Because he was always a hardworking farmer trying to mm. raise a family, you know, maybe didn't have the time, you know, mm-hmm. for that sort of thing. Um or whether he's had a second go at it and he's made a different – you know, like yeah, maybe it's oh, easy. that's interesting. And so you don't know if you're going, is this how he raised me when I was that age? Right. Or is this the complete opposite of how he raised – Like, I mean, you just – I mean, I have no right. – I could ask, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you could ask. The uh, I get that experience with my friends with kids. Like sometimes I just let myself imagine something very sweet like um, – You know, my friends have little kids. You know, if they post something like, my amazing daughter, something, something, I'm like, oh, if my mom had... I think my mom would have posted something like that. Or, you know, I'm really astounded by this generation of guys and their kids. You know, like, you're, uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, I'm just thinking of Dave Anthony and Jimmy Pardo. You know, but these Uh guys I know with kids, and they're so sweet and tender with these kids. And I'm like... Part of me, i have it's made me tear up when I think of like, oh, why didn't I have? And then someone's like, oh, maybe we had, my dad had these moments or, you know, whatever. Like, well, you get to see, yeah, I guess I just let myself have that experience with strangers. <laughs> but it must be really, it, yeah, it must be really sweet with, you know,
0: seeing your parents become grandparents. Although I will say it's also fucking, like, I mean, I spend a day with them. And I'm just like, well, fucking, you can have these back, and I'll see you again. Oh, the see, kids, the kids. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, my sister no, has I, four, I get that. Oh, and wow. it's like, that's a lot. I mean, it's crazy. Like, yeah. we took them to see, like, we went there's an Andy Warhol like, you know, e- exhibition, and like know well, Of course, know, kids are gonna love that. Well, they'll kids? love touching the colors, <laughs> but it turns out at the museum and the art gallery, they're not that as keen on people oh, touching really? the Andy Warhol.
1: Like
0: wow. I mean, don't put them at a. Uh, <laughs> Don't let children in. <laughs> what yeah, do you think no, they're that's gonna really do? true. I put a it. petting
1: zoo out front for the kids.
0: Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> it is one of those things where you're like, oh, we just walked through this whole thing and we saw like 15% of it. Yeah. Because the kids were all trying to tell me jokes.
1: And you had to get them candy or whatever. Like, uh, the no, end. they
0: just, yeah. they love jokes, <laughs> but they don't understand what jokes are. Mm-hmm. But they love to tell me jokes. Like, so they'll have <laughs> one joke. So the first one will be like, I uh, oh, say, knock, knock. Who's there? A banana.
1: Banana Who. Knock knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana Who.
0: Knock knock.
1: Uh, Who's
0: there? Banana. Banana Who? Knock knock. Is
1: this banana again? (laughs) Knock knock. (laughs) I'm gonna call the cops if this is banana.
0: Knock knock. Who's there? Orange. (laughs) Orange who. Orange you glad I didn't say banana. Right. That's the joke. But at least but then they that's th- a clear one. Yeah, but here's my point. Here, here's <laughs> the next joke. So that joke's fine. Uh huh. Then they tell me the next joke. Uh huh. Knock, knock. Who's there? Carrot. <laughs> Carrot. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> and then just repeat the same thing until they get the same punchline. Oh, and wow. And I'm like, oh, no, no, that's not a different joke. No, <laughs> that's the same joke.
1: So I like that uh, you're critical that they're not good comedians.
0: No, I mean, just that's, I mean, just, it's just <laughs> yeah. repeating the same jokes. It's like a badly made sequel where you they just go, get, that's the same joke. you got to get new material. you got to get new material. Yeah. And you've got to advance the joke. But
1: isn't it your job as an uncle to teach them
0: dirty jokes or something that they take to school and get in trouble with? I'm a professional comedian. If they <laughs> if they want comedy advice, I will give them uncle advice. But if they want comedy advice, that's, I mean, you know. They'd have to pay for that. I'm in mean that hour. I, I, I do a little course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have to get that from Netflix. Yeah, Playground Humor. They can oh, listen
0: to a so cool. podcast. They do a
1: <laughs> yeah. No, kids are terrible comedians because they're just like, the, the giant had a, went bowling. <laughs> You're like, that is, uh, there's you, no structure. Were
0: yet. you a funny kid? Were you a performer kid? Were you like a show-off kid?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was, but I, I yeah, I was a, like a precocious, like kind of a show-off kid. But my, my family, not funny and not talkative. So the house was very, just sort of, it was comfortable enough. It wasn't like we were rich and quiet in that Uh weird way. But it was just like, you know, my mom's not... Chatty, and my dad just hates everything, so it's there's just so I ha, it's like that was I developed like a school persona, right? Like, home was just sort of a quiet, whatever. And then, but school was like, you know, I would quote Steve Martin from specials, and I would, you know, like everybody's listening to, you know, Duran Duran or whatever, and they're Walkman, and I'm listening to the Joan Rivers cassette and the and Eddie Murphy, and uh-huh. you know, whatever. And the like, so yeah, I because it wasn't how? it why? wasn't encouraged where did it, yeah
0: where did that come from i
1: i don't know i mean it's interesting to me like being adopted because i you know you're you're i'm my own kind of social experiment of like why do i think that you know right. like because i'm so different from that like my mom wanted to travel and a lot of people kind of want to travel but like in high school, I was a foreign exchange student and I lived in Norway for a year. Why like, Norway? I just want a way. Well, that's its whole other... Okay, we'll get, um, we can
0: get back to Norway.
1: Yeah, but I... Yeah, <laughs> put a pin in Norway. Um, a cute guy talked me into it, okay. which is how a lot of my stories nice, go. Nice, that's good. But
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: I think... Um, that's the, that's, that's the uh, happily ever after to a lot of a lot of my
0: stories yeah. no it's
1: more like the inciting incident i guess right yeah it's once upon a time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's the once upon a time yeah
0: exactly no i like that i think there's something very romantic about making some impulsive decision based on like oh. you know that you of- love
1: me right <laughs> i wanted to f- i had a rough job a couple of years ago and oh. i and it ended crazy and i just felt gloppy like i just felt like ugh, and i was like i just want to like a get away for like a week, like a cleanse, like a is there like a retreat where you can do just like a, I don't know raw food. I kind of was fascinated by raw food uh-huh. that you can make like like dried out eggplant look like lasagna or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Like the you know like it's really just <laughs> just because it's part art, but uh, whatever. Right?
0: No, I yeah I get and, that.
1: Yeah, and so uh, I I went to Bali. <laughs> Like, eat, pray, love. Like, did I, you eat, pray, love? I did. Eat, yeah. I, I eat, ate, pray, pray love. love. Yeah. But I did. Uh, but slowly, I was actually in India when that bitch wrote that book.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> and yeah. I was
1: like, what? <laughs> like, then when you tell people, everybody's like, oh, like, eat, pray, love. I'm like, fuck you. I was doing it. She didn't, like, own...
0: <laughs> so you, like i in India. Yeah, exactly. You were eat pre-love. No,
1: yes. Yeah. I was, yes, yes, I was pre. I was eating I was
0: pre-love and yeah. before it was cool it, to eat pre-love. It, it didn't
1: even occur to me to like, you could just go to a country first and just
0: eat. Right.
1: I, <laughs> I guess I had been doing that, in, but in America. And then I was like, yeah. so I just I mean, did. I mean, I guess I just
0: did, did pre-love. All of us that were eating. I mean, that, that <laughs> one's not even one you should boast about. To be honest, who's going to a country and it not is, eating?
1: It, right, exactly. I'm Might as well call it fucking and, breathe pre-love. <laughs> I just went to France and I found a treadmill. Yeah. What? Nobody on, does what? that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I do. I like to do these b- kind of big. Like I couldn't just like, oh, I, you know, I'll drink juice tomorrow. Yeah, sure. I, I sure. was like, I'm going to Bali. Yeah. And so I'm a, I'm a certified raw food chef, and I did a.
0: How long did that take?
1: It was a ten day. Uh-huh. So the first week was forty hours. Of we just ate raw food and it was raw food chef training, uh-huh. so I have a certificate claiming I did that. And yep. then, um, then it was a juice raw juice cleanse. Uh-huh. And then I had a couple of days on my own in Bali, and I was like, I feel like I
0: fucking eat some food. I feel like that certificate <laughs> process probably wasn't like that authentic. Like I do <laughs> But
1: well, I don't appreciate you seeing right through me. But here's,
0: the, <laughs> but here's the thing that I will say: it's, it's rare that you know, kind of like having a loose interpretation of somebody's skill set in that area yeah. is going to kill anyone. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's one of those things where you're just like, you know what? you this.
1: It's, uh, it's fine. Have your certificate. It's fun to say I'm a certified <laughs> raw food chef, but yes, were I to apply yeah. to a raw food restaurant, no. they would quickly get into uh-huh.
0: areas I are know you, nothing are about. You, are you, are you certified? <laughs> First question. Are you certified? Before you cut that carrot. Hey. hey, 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 you
1: think you can just massage avocado into some kale right. and, <laughs> and, work, and work here?
0: Uh, are you a vegetarian? Do you eat meat? Are you a, like it was the raw food, just any sort of raw food? It was the sushi counter's raw food. Like, I can go you
1: through, um, you know, what I go through
0: phases of yeah, things, okay. so it was sort
1: of that. So, I, I will go through and I will do it again, I'm sure, but like. And I'll go through like extreme phases of things. So yes, for a while I was vegetarian, or raw, or like a couple summers ago I was like, I'm just going to eat raw food for a hundred days and blog, blogged about. Like day fifty, I was like, ugh,
0: ugh. no way, Kill me.
1: <laughs> it's too many nuts. Yeah, not- <laughs> it's too many uh. nuts, and I and like I have like <laughs> addictive tendencies. Like I, I inherently sure. want to. Hurt myself, which is not good. <laughs> but that's how I'm made, and and, right. and apparently millions of other people like like you crave a something that hurts you. So I'm like, yeah, I course. miss Diet Coke. Like right. it's it's literally poison. But you're just like I'm like because <laughs> I just gotta. This is too, I'm feeling good. I don't need a lot of sleep. I'm like oh I gotta come back down from this.
0: Right. And but like di- uh, the other thing I also love about Diet Coke is being the like the one that broke you is the idea that. <laughs>
1: That was the it's, that was my uh, siren song cuz it's not even like you <laughs> it's know not it's even not good. even coke No
0: like it's not even you were like No no you're you right You know like I'll have it cuz occasionally like yeah. if I've got a hangover if I just like yeah. whatever like I still would. like I would I probably only drink like 4 or 5 cans mm. of coke a year Right 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 But when I get but- <laughs> one, I'm getting a can of Coke, and I'm going to enjoy it like I'm in a television commercial. Yeah,
1: like you know, know it's going to be it. that moment. Where yeah, I'm you're like, going to turn to the side, yeah. sun behind you, right. skateboarders, and
0: I'm going to feel like it was an amazing decision. Yeah, no, I get. But it. in that moment, I'm going to not go like I've all right. I'm back. I I'm back, it. and I'm gonna. Like that's like a guy who's been like in a relationship for forty years, and he decides like tonight I'm going to a strip club, and Uh then he goes to a place where they only take their tops off. Yeah, you're like mate, if you've made the decision, just
1: get a lap dance. I drink diet coke (laughs) like I'm in last weekend. (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, I don't like I'm like, it's hidden in lamps. And so I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, like it does some crazy shit to me. Like, I just want to be mad. And I guess it's my dad and me. Like, I just, I need to be mad too. Bright.
0: Right. The kite just gives you an edge. Yeah, it's keep, a real it gives you yeah, a, a little yeah. edge. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Or Okay. No, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. I get okay, it. Got it. I like it. Yeah, I don't I,
1: drink alcohol anymore. So I, you have your new. You find a new horrible way to hurt yourself.
0: I mean, I think that it's interesting, isn't it? But I mean, everything. Are
1: you, are you teasing me with your kombucha? Like you know, kombucha has
0: a little, alcohol, a little bit of alcohol, so I'll just move
1: it a little closer to you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, yeah I don't want you to start. Imagine ah, oh, that'd be a terrible way to spiral it's back. Terrible in the word, wouldn't to it? That's like, a terrible way to go That's worse than dieting. Because you
1: can have a kombucha, <laughs> right? But if you have like eleven, like you have to tell your sponsor, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you like, you're like, well, I. I, it was just some kombucha, a case. Well, that's yeah. not okay.
0: Look, I had a cough yesterday, and I drank three bottles of cough medicine and mm-hmm. nine yeah. kombuchas. That's fine, right?
1: <laughs> that's totally fine.
0: Yeah. I, oh, and the insides of a thermometer. <laughs> right. But but so but no beer. But no beer. So, <laughs> so, Safe. Still got six PBRs in the fridge, untouched. <laughs> I am golden. Everything's yeah, fine. It's
1: uh, yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing. Where- I bought Earth but <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Anywho, twelve steps.
0: Yeah. No. I um uh, Dave Anthony, who was a um, previous guest on the podcast, actually, as as you know, he was previously just just a quick you, you two crossed over, but this will be a yeah. week. Yeah. apart from each oh, other right. in the grand scheme all of right. things. So it'll be a bit... When
1: I say jerk, I say it with love.
0: Yeah, well, also, no, I, you <laughs> you came an hour later, which was very kind of you, mm. because he was, he was running late. You're So, welcome. you know.
1: He has more responsibilities than I do. Also. Well, yeah,
0: he does. You know what? He's really busy. Family and... Uh... I guess that's it. A kid, but that's he's, a got, lot. he's got a podcast. He has the research. <laughs> he's got a podcast. I mean, you know, like
1: oh yeah, he's got research to do. About I mean,
0: the, it, that one—the one, horrible
1: underbelly of America.
0: It's a research, but he does have to research. Yes, no, it's like it's, I mean, it's almost anti the idea of podcasting. I,
1: it, yes, it is. It's more like just be a librarian. Like, right. what are you? It is, but it is the smartest. Take down, not take down of America ever. Because the rest of us are just reading the headline of a tweet and being like, oh, this country's crazy. (laughs) But he's like, well, and like as he talks about something from 1885 or whatever, you go, oh, that, like, I trace it back to like, oh, that, that. Like shines light on you know institutionalized sexism or you know whatever.
0: It's it's a right. giant origin story.
1: It's yes,
0: and, it is. You know, I mean, of you, so many awful
1: beliefs and belief system and people who are. You go, oh, this whole country is hypnotized by hatred
0: and crazy. Right, but also I think what it does is that it because we haven't heard those stories yes. so prominently. Yeah, you realize we're making the same fucking mistakes yes. that we've made. You know, over and over and over Painfully. and over. Fully, but to me that's just like. How can we fix it? You know, I mean, I, that's the, the famous quote that I'm going to paraphrase because I can't remember who it was from and, you know, what specifically it was. But, mm-hmm. you know, the idea that if you don't learn from history, you are d- you know, doomed d- to repeat, doomed to repeat mm-hmm. the same mistakes. And I said that. Yeah, it was you. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, no, I heard you say it on comedy no, okay. film notes, right? No, you, yeah. <laughs> you must have heard me somewhere. Yeah. It was in relation to the Terminator franchise. Yeah. But, no, that's,
1: but, you know, yeah. It that's still how, made that's sense. When I said yeah, it.
0: yeah, exactly. Right.
1: Doesn't mean it's not profound. Doesn't mean right. Just because so, I was talking about Skynet doesn't exactly. mean it,
0: it doesn't have weight. Right. It can be applied <laughs> to other areas. Obviously. So but it is that idea that because that stuff's whitewashed or that stuff when we're taught history is not the stuff that we're taught about. Yes. Then people just continue to do the same dumb shit over and over and over and over again because it isn't presented in that way that you're like, oh, my God, we've been doing this same dumb shit over and over. And so much
1: of my adulthood, and I don't know if it's the case for everybody, but so much of my adulthood has been... I can't think of a better word than flabbergasted. (laughs) So uh, excuse me while I say that. Mm -hmm. But, like, has just been being flabbergasted of how awful people are because i was raised very sweetly right my mom raised me like it was 1952 like right. there's no bad things and we and everything and then it's like you book and they seemed very stable and they seemed like they made a decision when they were you know 25 or 30 and they just lived that so I, as an adult i just thought something was so wrong with me of like i don't know what future to live into and I don't and why do other people seem to not know and you have to learn like it was shocking the first 250 times you learn about a, a great man who cheated on his wife until you go oh I guess they just all do that Right? <laughs> like there's there's kind of something to Germans having terrible fairy tales that they tell their kid. There's something kind of great about Grimm's fairy tales that is like, gosh, all of ours ended in happily ever after just kind of a, a mean thing to tell a kid. Right. Like it, it makes you the good guy that night. We're like, and then sleep well, happily ever after. And so you're nice. But 10 years later, that kid is going literally nothing is happily ever after. Like,
0: right. but even the happily <laughs> ever stories lesson. aren't happily ever after. No, you know what I mean? Like you know, you really think that it's going to work out with Snow White? And, no, but you know, do you I mean like these are all problematic but relationships? But that's why we end Cinderella, them, right? there. Right. anyway.
1: Blah blah blah. Happy.
0: What? <laughs> Everything's the, the, good. Yeah. No,
1: nothing is complicated. The good girl way. who's
0: now married into the royal family. She used to like you know. She's come on. It's going to be fine. He's a shoe obsessed. I mean, come on. This is <laughs> the whole shoe.
1: the foot fetish guy. I mean, is remember just what happened to her.
0: Diana? No way. Maybe looking for other shoes. It
1: is so. I don't know if it's like I was just ra 'cause cuz I I always felt like I was like raised in a bubble wow. and I just had to like learn oh the world is very challenging and things are nuanced and it's
0: like I mean it's tough but I do sorry. wonder about that. You know what you said about the the cheating thing the mm-hmm. the uh, like you there is a somebody said to me like once about a couple that we, who were in a, an open relationship? Yeah, you know, that we were talking about, and they were saying, you know, they've decided that they're going to have an, a, a, you know, a kind of open relationship. Mm-hmm. And and this other person was like talking about the idea of like, oh, you couldn't understand that, and I was like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how many of our friends mm-hmm. are in open relationships where the other person just doesn't know yes. that they're in an open relationship? Yeah, like in some it, somehow it seems weirder that like there could be a couple who go, well, you know what? like the nature of how I see relationships and they are, it maybe maybe we are concentrating too much on this idea that, you know, blah, 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 and we can find i – I'd rather know about it or whatever our right. thing is than you be having this whole secret life that I don't know about yeah. or whatever and we can get through it or whatever. But because because the thing is happening a lot already. This mm-hmm. is the, the, the thing I always say about drugs, so in Australia, we don't have legalised marijuana or even legalised medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um but we have the highest per capita use of marijuana in the world. So, oh, if the reasons that you think that we have legislation are to stop people from doing it.
1: Oh, it, right,
0: right, right. It's, that's, people are already doing it.
1: Right, right.
0: So, why are you criminalizing something that so many people are already, like, you know, so it's that thing of like, you know, practically looking at things. If you're told that, you know, people don't cheat or it's the worst thing to cheat, but you see in reality that yeah. fucking so many people are, maybe we're just looking. At, Add all that in the wrong way. I don't really know. I don't, I mean, I don't know what the answer to that is. Right. No, of course it would raise it more as a thought. How
1: amazing would it be if we did? You know what the answer is? (laughs) You know what the answer to people being sad in relationships is? Tell me what it is, is? Laura. No, it's, yeah, there's, there's not an answer because there's also this, um, it's a whole maturity issue of a culture, you know, like it's a whole, like growing together as a culture to figure these things out and that. Cause it's like, cause I feel like I was raised and for a while I was Southern Baptist growing up in Texas and like where you're supposed to look at France and be like, Oh affairs. And they're so throwing their sex around. Uh And then as an older person, it's Uh like, that's, that's what sex is. It's not right. as bi- it's not a big deal to yeah. them. But we, sex
0: is this thing that you are able to throw you around. Just, if sex you is want. this thing that
1: yeah.
0: is uh, It's just a thing. You,
1: if you have a human body, right. it's a part of it. So yeah. it it seems weird to pretend it's not. And but like America is like doing all those things, but doing it in secret and then acting puritanical. And it's just this. It just seems like immature. Like right. it just seems like well, yeah, we're a younger country. And we're being weird about stuff the way, like, nine-year-olds laugh at farts. More than than you have to. Not that farts aren't funny.
0: But, I mean, (laughs) they've given sex this, like, I mean, and it obviously comes from religion probably in most Mm -hmm. cultures. Yeah, but they've given it this otherworldly thing rather than it being a thing like eating or, you know, bodily, like a thing that is just part of, you know, and. You can still have a special occasion, like, you know, I mean, you can have a special occasion meal, you can save yourself for like the special sure. occasion sex, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to necessarily get a burger on the way home in the car or whatever, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I don't know where that you're,
0: is. You're you going to get hungry again. Right, exactly, what? right. No,
1: it is, it's, the, but that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, that I think that on the dollop that, that they just point out so well in such a specific, you know, way of storytelling that i'm fascinated by it
0: all right what we're gonna, i've never worked that hard on anything what we're going to do right now is we're going to have a mid-podcast pause which we sometimes have we sometimes do not have but the reason we're having it today for full disclosure to the audience is that i drank too much during the Dave podcast and now i need to have a bathroom break so i'm sorry laura this is very unprofessional i'm gonna of stay me. here and do a commercial Are for you? a diet coke yeah
1: <laughs> feel too good diet coke <laughs>
0: We're back. It only, took, it only took a second for them. <laughs> you drank three Diet Cokes.
1: Diet Coke.
0: Because uh, you
1: just feel I, too good.
0: Tell me about what you're doing at the moment. Let's, let's oh, talk about you and what's going on with boy. you right now. What's going on in the, with the world of Laura House?
1: My world? Um, it's been an interesting year. I... Right now, I'm about to go to Texas to visit my dad on Tuesday, and I'll be there for two weeks because he keeps having all these procedures.
0: Mm-hmm. What sort of procedures?
1: Well, I went there in March because he was in the hospital. I'm laughing because it's so bizarre. So I I lost my mom like 11 years ago, uh-huh. so I only have like two family members now. Yep. My dad... Um, cut people out of the family. <laughs> so I was kind of somebody, we were, I was talking to a friend the other day about, there's that difficult family member or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I think my dad, my dad must be the one in our family. Yeah. Cause we, um, he alienated us. Right. So now that I'm a grown-up, I'm like, no, I know I have cousins, but I don't really have relationships with them.
0: Maybe they were all the difficult ones.
1: No, but they weren't. <laughs> he, he like cut off his brother. Like it's just this yeah. kind of right. dramatic. Uh, yeah, you know, he's a,
0: it's all got to go. He's Lee Jones and right. no country for old. Yeah, exactly. He's got um, no time for that. Yeah, who wants to hang out? He's got to be <laughs> He's
1: got he's got things to be mad at. He's right. got he's got some Big Bang Theory reruns
0: to watch. Exactly. Um, That's how he balances it out. It's
1: crazy. He will watch but, any sitcom. Really? Like when I go home and he's he'll watch if like and whatever is on in a you know, old people even yeah. though they have a remote, right. they just leave it on that same channel it's on, as yeah. long as they can. Right. Steve Harvey show, Cedric the Entertainer, all the Chuck, all the Chuck Lorre ones, but I mean the, the Big Bang. But yeah. this is the
0: reason that Chuck Laurie lives in a gold cloud. <laughs>
1: he just sits like, there and watches. Right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, all right.
1: So I'm going to go home and see him, but this year. Oh, and what are his procedures? So in March, I got a call from my brother. Um, My brother told me my dad was in the hospital.
0: Wow. Oh.
1: So I was like, should I come or should I not or whatever, and so here's what happened. They did that with my mom. No one told me what was actually happening. My Uh, mom had cancer and something had gone right. And she had been through years of it and chemo and then it would go away and come out, you know, like it does. But, um, they, I missed her by 15. I missed her passing by 15 minutes. Uh, They would, which was probably if she could have chosen, she, that's probably what she would have chosen. She didn't want me to be there for that. But, um, but my fit They're for one, they're dudes. But also we weren't we're not like a close communicative family. My mom sort of held everything together. So without her, nobody knows to like write a thank you note or call a cousin (laughs) or anything. Like they're just sitting there. So when I asked my brother in March, like, should I come home? He's like, no, I mean I'm sure it's, you know, it's fine. And then it took me like four or five hours alone to be like, I'm gonna go home. Like that dude like Because he was like, "Well, there's nothing you can do." I'm like, "What? So uh, if I'm a wizard, I can come home. Like, right. there's nothing anyone can do. Yeah. Well, actually, except a doctor.
0: I, I've been doing an online medical course. <laughs> no,
1: no, you don't understand. Um, Reiki yeah. is pretty
0: powerful. Yeah. And hey. I,
1: I won't actually touch him. He won't even know I'm doing it.
0: I got to be honest with you. Has he tried <laughs> an entirely raw food diet? Because um, I have a qualification.
1: I can take just vegetables, right? And make it look like lasagna. Yeah.
0: So has and he, taste. Has, has he tried that? Like vegetables. Right. <laughs> <laughs> has he given that a go?
1: So I'm on my way.
0: How does he feel about barley?
1: Does he like. Uh, <laughs> does he like his hair being How branded? about some diced straw mango? Right. It's just like candy if
0: you've never had candy. I'm going to be there in a second. <laughs> heat up some rocks. <laughs>
1: I brew my own kombucha. Yeah. I'm going to tell him it's beer. Right. It's fine. It's
0: got alcohol. Um, <laughs> I have 11 of these. <laughs> Three bottles of cold medicine.
1: What is it? A Chinese fungus. It's fine. That you put into tea. Anyway, it's good. So, um, yes. Yeah, so he, the, he, what had happened was my brother and his wife... Visited my dad. My dad lives alone. So they went for a visit, Uh and my dad's wearing a jacket in the house, and something's kind of weird. And my brother's wife was like, this doesn't look normal to me. And anyway, they found out, uh, they ended up making him go to the hospital, and he was septic. Uh So had they not done that, he would have passed away alone in the house. wow. So serious. Yeah. But, uh, so it's like, (laughs) but as this stuff comes out, and the reason I'm laughing is because it's so bizarre to be it is did on curb your enthusiasm it was like mm. larry's mom died but they didn't tell him because they don't want to bother him or what right. like they're like that like yeah. they're just So they're like, oh, dad's in the hospital, he has sepsis. Oh, well, what happened? Well, you know he's got diabetes, so he can't feel his foot. No? No. I didn't know that. I
0: missed that episode. (laughs) So
1: he had had an infection, Mm -hmm. but he didn't know, and then it got real bad. And then anyway, so we took him in, and that's when they discovered the heart blockage. What? So it's like with everything he says, there's just some new bit of bad Uh. news. But I went home, and what's funny about my dad is like, He's not your average 80-year-old who has sat in an office or whatever. He's also a hunter. So he's had a lot of country living and, like, I mean, a lot of people are anti-hunting, certainly in L.A., but when you think of the physicality of a person who can shoot a deer, drag it to the truck...
0: Right. It's a physical right. thing. Like, to do. It's, a yeah.
1: hu- it's a huge I know, thing. I I
0: mean, look, yeah. I'm, I mean, I've been a vegetarian for 15 sure. years and I'm not like a hunting person in any way, but I also grew up in the country. So I've yeah. seen, like, you know, I grew up in a culture of people hunting in a manner that if you, like, in a manner that you understand. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's
1: respectful, and that is him communing with nature. Yeah. He doesn't break any of the rules about no. it. He won't overkill or yeah. not. Yeah. Use no anything. people who
0: are doing a thing that is legally able for people to do in a way that is like not reckless or you know, yeah. irresponsible. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's a thing. You yeah. Know?
1: It's a thing. So yeah. he. So he's that guy. So he's really strong. So as <clears> the. <throat> so I went home and it was so awful. and like, it was a, a week. I went home on like a Tuesday, and. He, uh, He's in the hospital, and he you know like he looks sick and it's not you know he's weak and whatever and then, as the sepsis lifted, he just got fine, but in the meanwhile, they were like, "You have this heart blockage, and we we were like looking at assisted living right you know we were talking about what are all these big plans and then when it got around to Sunday, he was like spry and sassy, and the doctor was like, "You can go, and we were like, "Wait." We can just... What do you mean you can go? And he said, well, I I don't know why. If he's just on pills now. It's it's fine. You can't... Like, it, it went from, like, I right. think I'm at dad's deathbed to, like, oh, he yeah, seems fine. fine. Like, yeah, when the infection lifted. Then he was left with all this... They had uncovered all this heart blockage, which uh, was, like... I'm trying to think, even as I say this, I'm like editing, like, is this entertaining? I don't want to just be sad, but it also is something that happens. No, it's
0: interesting. I like it. I people. mean, if you're happy to share it, then I'm happy to hear it.
1: Oh, you're a nice guy. Um, I feel like our blind date's going well. Is that yeah, crazy? Yeah, no, it's good. Oh, no, good I like good. it. Okay,
0: yeah, good. It. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, he, they, they were like, well, we, we're going to look and we'll just put a stent in,
0: oh, yeah. you know, while we're in my there. dad's got stents.
1: Yeah. And then they were like, well, it was too crazy. <laughs> they were like, it was too, we couldn't just put a stent." <laughs> so it's like they bring like it looks like the high, oh, crazy highway system uh, or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, we're like, oh, this is uh, bad. Yeah, okay. But this is my dad, which I've never I couldn't even imagine someone with maybe a better attitude about this. Uh-huh. Not self pity and not denial. He was right in the pocket right. of talking to this doctor and he sure. goes, look, you know, because he was like, well, we might, you know, need to do bypass. And my dad was like, look, I'm 83. Right. Both my parents died from heart disease. Maybe it's my time. I right. got a couple of years left. I, I don't want to have surgery. And my last eight months, I'm just in bed recovering from surgery. Right. I want to go fishing. Right. Like, so I was just like. Moved that he, but then the doctor countered with saying, "Well, why do you think you just have a few years left? Like right. we can do things that weren't available for your parents." And then my dad was like, "Oh, right." So, it's just this. Cr- anyway, so on Father's Day, I called my dad to say Did hi. Did he
0: whisper in his ear, "We can rebuild you better than you were, faster,
1: stronger, stronger. angrier"? <laughs> well, good luck making me angrier.
0: Able to kill fifty hippos in one single hunt by hand. <laughs>
1: Well, he's I don't reckon I'd know what to do with a dead hippo. He's nature's worst nightmare. <laughs> Look out, dear! Here comes Bionic Stan. His name, is, his name is Stan. Is it really? He would be the Bionic <laughs> Stan. <laughs> the Bionic the Bionic Stan. Yeah, Stan. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend was like, was like, for old guys like your dad, like, mm. why don't they have like a Walker Texas Ranger? Right. How does like? Chuck Norris not have like a line of walkers. called Walker I mean, Texas Raid right? for just tough guys
0: that are like, surely. it's cool. <laughs> I
1: mean <laughs> Like, they're just like could they not even be lung. themed? Could
0: they not have like guns on like on them or something yeah, like that? Right, I mean? like yeah.
1: Totally have uh yeah, totally have holsters. Walkers with and holsters. A, a beer can beer, a thing to yes. hold a, a beer can. Yeah, you can Coosy. have a traveler. Yeah, exactly. How is that? I mean
0: That's a good business. that, ha- that That's actually probably just, a very good business. That's
1: just good business. Because yeah. there's tough old guys that are like they just want some walker, like make it cool.
0: Just that. well, I mean, people have those scooters here a lot more than they have in Australia. You know the um, the other the lazy uh, American. Yeah, those right. ones. Yeah, those Can't ones. Even. But like I've seen some of those that are tricked out, tricked out. Like <laughs> pimp, pimp my scooter. Yeah, you know? Yeah. You know, there's people with all sorts. I mean, you'll see a yeah. flag or some yeah. like you know some sort of mirrors that are up a bit more. No, but, but sometimes there been there's racing like a, stripes, yeah, and sound flames. system, and like. <laughs> Really?
1: Are they going up and down like on hydraulics? Oh, that's like a, what, yeah. Like a low rider? Yeah, that's scooters. what I would like to say oh, yeah. at the no, traffic that would be lights, good. That would dragging
0: be good. off other. Um, old I
1: think we have the premise to our Fast and Furious six script that yeah. we were talking about. Fast writing. and
0: Furious. They've already done, I think they've done the sixth oh, one, seven. so I think it'd have to be. I think. You know what?
1: Let's just probably for, about for twelve or thirteen. Yeah, actually,
0: that's where it is. <laughs> you know, Vin Diesel's back yeah, when
1: it's like he's uh, ninety. Yeah. You know? When it's scooter racing, so it's yeah. underground scooter it's racing. just Vin
0: Diesel with like a mm-hmm. giant hat on, mm-hmm. like can't reach up to the... First scene's him at the <laughs> DMV, over the- <laughs> and they're like getting rid of his license, and he has to get a scooter. Yeah. But, yeah. He, but he still
1: won't slow down.
0: No, still won't. I mean, he's, yeah. st- he's still furious. Yeah. But he's mostly furious. He gets- about, he's mostly furious about young people <laughs> and the he's government. He's mostly
1: furious about people on his lawn. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Yeah, just yeah. Vin as like a no. grumpy old man. <laughs> no, that's like fair. teenage millennials. Yeah, a little,
1: <laughs> got the bifocals on the edge of his nose, all Ben Franklin style.
0: Yeah. Are you a mm-hmm. uh, fan of the the Fast and the Furious franchise? Because here is the thing: I was never a person who I, I, I had had no interest in watching the movies, and I'll watch pretty much anything. I catch a lot of flights, so eventually I mm-hmm. watch like everything. Right, and. Uh, I had missed, I reckon, about the first four or five. And then somebody just said to me, you know what? They're a little bit more fun than, you know, you know what you th- just dip in, watch one. And I watched one of them and it was really entertaining. And yeah. then I went back and watched all of them. But even after that and even after me going, yeah, this is like entertaining and whatever, there is still a part of me that's like, I can't quite understand why this is such a big <laughs> thing as it is.
1: Like, you know? I Yes. I I'm... We share a palette in that. I'll watch whatever. I'm not mad about stuff. No. I never understand why people are mad about
0: I get mad a movie about that the, comes out. Or I get whatever. mad about the Zack Snyder movies, you know, the Batman versus Superman. And yeah, you the, have a
1: real Batman thing, huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and people because don't. Because
1: you love him?
0: Yeah, I love Batman. So that was yeah. your, so
1: he, you feel protective.
0: I mean, not even really, because mm-hmm. like, here's the he thing.
1: He protects Gotham, but you protect him.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's I'm the, I'm Look, I'm not the hero that he needs, but yeah. I'm the one that he has yeah, right now. Yeah, you're the now. one he has. I yeah. get it. I so, get it. no, I, I love the Christopher Nolan movies, but mm-hmm. they're still, like, available. In fact, they're on the television all the time. No, yes. They're, you can watch they're them whenever right. you yeah. want, mm-hmm. right? So, I have no problem with somebody else making a new Batman sure, movie sure. or a new Superman they're movie. They're not taping over it. No, exactly. Yeah, I'm fine. That's I'm how not, I feel about the Ghostbusters remake. They're I'm, not taping over the original. Right. Like, settle down. You can watch both of them now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I watched the Point Break sequel. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? So th- you, I'm setting the bar of where I'm at.
1: Yeah, I get it. But, I get it.
0: But when somebody fundamentally doesn't understand the idea of what the characters or a movie are and not then in, you're offended then I just get offended I, I get really mad at the fact that someone gave someone a heap of fucking money and uh-huh. they wasted it I see that's the thing I get mad I at not the fact the that the waste yeah I love I a see. big dumb movie or like you're, a, you're
1: like he wasn't a traveling salesman
0: right like none of this how, you, is like, yeah.
1: how wrong was he about Batman that you're like oh, he didn't do singing telegrams I <laughs> mean, what's wrong with this
0: guy he murdered a lot of people which is pretty un-Batman like like that's one of the things that <laughs> he's that not into that was the things that
1: he put like yeah. he was a
0: murderer with guns As well. Like, he's not a big gun or murder person.
1: Oh, I see. I mean, it was just Dexter.
0: uh, One of the big plot (laughs) points, again, and I apologize to the person who messaged me the other day saying that they've now had to pause seven podcasts of mine. I was
1: just listening to you talking to Gareth Reynolds when you said specifically, oh, I didn't see the Batman, so we don't have to talk about that for 40 minutes. You did anyway. Right.
0: (laughs) Every single. All right. I'll try to
1: pull you out of it. Say your one point, and then I'll try to. Yeah. I'll find a way to pull you exactly.
0: out. Exactly, and I pull it. But okay, so there's a big plot point at the end. <laughs> Back every,
1: to my dad's heart disease. Everybody knows
0: <laughs> is that Superman and Batman essentially become friends when they both discover that their mum has the same name. Spoilers, but Martha. Martha. <laughs> there's this scene at the end. Literally, <laughs> and he's about to kill him, and he says Martha, and he goes Martha, like literally that. And they realise yes. their mums have the same names, and that's why they become friends. It's like. Possibly the worst thing ever in the history of anything. That but, makes
1: me wish your dad's name was Stan so bad. Well, then maybe you would go. Wait, my,
0: hang on, Stan. My what? Dad, my dad's my, nice now well, let's not kill each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to kill you, but if you grew up with an f- angry right. guy named Stan,
0: Batman is the world's greatest detective. And he did not at any stage in his research of Superman, who he's worked out to take down with fucking Kryptonite Spear. It mm-hmm, mm-hmm. never worked out their mums had the same. Mm-hmm, never came up mm-hmm. in his fucking no, extensive research. Of, no, I, and your point anyway. about
1: the photograph was very well. Yeah,
0: yeah the photo, I mean, no, seriously, I it's the age of the. No. Anyway, I've yeah, seen like at least. not a
1: copy of it anywhere. There is so uh,
0: no. many photos on the internet that have convinced me that no, Nicolas no, no, Cage really. is a time traveler. Yeah. You're telling me that this, anyway, like there's a lot of plot points that I could get bogged down in and have several <laughs> no, times.
1: I, I get it. But on other it.
0: podcasts but in general i'm i, I do just enjoy oh, like yeah. a, a movie like yeah. i'm w- watch any dumb thing on the plane and i, like, and I can get, and get into often, the headset of enjoy right.
1: like and you have to admit like the reason those you know car racing and chasing movies are it's fun go oh, that's right. a, that's a crazy action sequence the uh mission impossible movies right real fun to watch on a plane From- when you're just like that's that's so crazy. Right. And you can yeah.
0: rewind bits. No, I'm not. I quite you. like a rewind. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like that's why I love watching. Um, I'll watch like superhero movies on the plane, particularly ones I've seen before, uh-huh. because I just sometimes just want to watch the bit where Chris Evans goes and Hulk smash, oh. you know, and then I just want to watch it again. I love And then Hulk I want to watch smash. it again, you know. I love
1: um, sometimes uh, when it's, Movie night. We don't have a specific movie night, Uh but when we decide to go to a movie, um, my sweet smart boyfriend is often like, you know, he wants to see, you know, a good film, and I'm like, can we just Uh see some shit blow up?
0: Yeah, something dumb. I'm the bro. Yeah, I like that that though.
1: But I'm just like, sometimes you're just like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to have a new experience. Right. (laughs) I don't want to go down into a, a feeling rabbit hole. I just blow blow up the statue of liberty can i just have like a giant nonsense and then sometimes too i'm like and then you i know the type of mood i need to be in for that like with the new independence day coming out or i guess it came out today or or whatever it's just like okay i i will know my appropriate mood for that and it is not happening today
0: i i'm a bit of a sucker for uh i've mentioned this a couple of times on the podcast but uh I love some just movie where you know exactly how it's going to happen. Oh, sure. That's going to emotionally manipulate me a couple of times.
1: Oh, I see, I see. Like and your Titanic. What would be a better? Uh, better reference well, I'll tell
0: you the most recent that. one, and mm-hmm. this is a terrible movie, but it did everything that I expected it was going to do, and I was mm-hmm. happy with the, the experience movie? I had at the end. <laughs> Uh, the intern was oh! Robert de Niro and I saw that on a uh, yeah, plane right?
1: and it was very
0: sweet its but it's exactly no, it was, you it was, know exactly what's gonna happen yes. there's nothing that challenges you really mm-hmm. but like there's a cute old guy and there's a, like a you know like everything about it you're kind of mm-hmm. like oh yeah I get he's, this he's
1: the only one who can really get to right. her
0: she's cut off from joy but it, it had enough of those moments where they emotionally manipulated me in the way that you know a couple yeah. of drinks and some high altitude in I'm, no, it's I can true. cry at that yeah
1: you just and <laughs> oh. And it is a nice way to like uh that's a healthy way to cry sometimes right. when you're like, I can't, I this is just
0: yeah, d- this I'm is all sure I need. I'm crying
1: for something else, but it, at least it's yeah. just coming out.
0: Yeah, I don't need to watch the revenant. Yeah. I just
1: <laughs> Oh my God. That thing. I was it was in the, it was sometime during that movie. And I didn't really want we watched the screener. So uh-huh. there's that, that at least you're like you didn't spend money on it. But the I was like <laughs> I I deepened as a feminist watching that, cause like an hour into it, I was like, I, I could care less about one more right. story about what fucking some guy is doing. It right. <laughs> was just like, this is guys chasing guys yeah. who are chasing guys. Don't care. Just I was, I out. was suddenly like, yeah. if I only ever see another Sandra Bullock movie, I'll be fine. But
0: that's not true. I don't mind Sandra Bullock. That's another thing no, that's controversial course, to uh, admit out loud. But I, I, I enjoy a Sandra Bullock movie. No, of course. And I think Sandy brings like consistencies to the table. She's great. Did you see the war that the the war that the, the one where she was a journalist? There was the two competing journalists. They went down to an election. No, no. was it like came out last year? It kind of was like an under the radar indie ish sort of like film. Anyway, I wish I couldn't remember what it was called, but it's good. It's good. I like I'm, it.
1: I say her as a – this is changing. It's in the midst of changing. But for a while, the only movies they would market toward women were like a Sandra Bullock, I'm working things out with my mom or I'm trying to get with this guy movie. Uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) So that was sort of – Even
1: though she has since done more interesting and then also since there's been Bridesmaids.
0: Uh, No, I mean I absolutely agree with you. I'm glad that she's getting – The one that I really felt like – was a really great comeback for her. Cause I've always thought she's done like, I mean, even those Miss Congenial, this is such a very embarrassing, embarrassing uh-huh. bit of it, but those Miss movies, well, she is great. She's great. Like, you know, she knows how to do comedy. Yes. She like fucking doesn't she's leave very anything
1: in the accessible. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like Gwyneth Paltrow inaccessible yeah. to me. I'm like, I don't,
0: Sandra Bullock, I well, don't get She's one of those but... people that's completely hot. Like, you know, as in yeah. like beautiful, but can also kind of play, you know.
1: Yeah. And I've met her in person and she's just like that. Yeah, she you, just seems like a beautiful woman who's dressed very casually and just seems like a normal person and I, can talk to you. So
0: what was the one with uh, Melissa McCarthy? What was that? The Was that The, the heat? heat? Yeah. So I just found that very funny. Like that made me laugh so much, that film. <laughs> and I was like – like it was one of those things where I was like both these people – just they should put them in really good things, yeah. and they seem to be doing that. Yeah. Really uh, all do. right, I'm going to see if I can find out the name of this movie because I do recommend it to people. There should be a just, a just not like a no. Okay. All right. Here we go. Oh, here we go. All right. Uh, in the meantime, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. Remember Diet Coke when look, for when you don't have a headache. When you're looking things up on the internet.
1: <laughs> when you want a headache but you don't have one on your own.
0: Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke. Headache, if your system seems can. to
1: not have enough chemicals, Diaco.
0: Uh, Our Brand is Crisis. The movie was cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was really good. Oh. Um, well, I mean, uh, it was a tough title. Tough title to yeah, get past. It was, like a ter- it was a terrible title. Yeah. And it's, you know what? It's one of those movies. Oh, so here we go. I'll give you a little synopsis. <laughs> Our Brand is Crisis is a two, uh, 2015 American comedy drama film directed by David Gordon Green. Uh, it's based on a documentary. It's a fictionalized account of the involvement of American political campaign strategists in the two thousand and two Bolivian presidential election. I'm so again, so bored with the synopsis. Right? That's yeah. I mean, it's not anything that's going to get you into that movie. <laughs>
1: also, it and sounds Bob- so much like the Tina Fey one that came out within a year of that <clears throat> one, where she was a journalist and then the whatever.
0: You know what? It's be- she was a TV person. It's better than that. All right. I I've seen. It. I've seen them both. Um, Whiskey Tango oh yeah, yes. Foxtrot.
1: Yeah, so they got to say WTF. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing.
0: I mean, it's not the best. Like it's like <laughs> one of those jokes that it's one of those jokes where you are like you go, uh, yeah. you
1: have real fun in the room. I and mean, I you guess go, you like, people that? aren't really like, hee hee. Can you yeah. believe it's called that? <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it seems like that's probably what, like, oh my God, we're gonna call it this. Yeah. And then, like, and
0: then you're like, uh, aren't Yeah, I really guess. Like, yeah.
1: Right. Okay, it's kind of radio humor. Yeah, I guess that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: it's a thing.
1: No, I get it. It's almost, it suggests you know, a cuss word, but it doesn't say it very It's like yeah. a clever
0: bumper no, yeah. bumper yeah. plate uh, on a sure. car. Yeah, like where sticker? you're like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, it's like, sugar. oh, 808, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's boobs. Oh, yeah. yeah no, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah oh, I, I get, get that now. I get yeah, it. That's, I get fun. it. Fun. that's fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's <laughs> what it is. I get it. It is. It's anything you go, oh,
1: yeah, I get it. Oh, whiskey. Okay, yeah. I get it. You could do it with fraternity letters. We've seen that in the past, but,
0: you know, never army yeah, I get it. I, I,
1: anyway, so my dad that. has... What?
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. So no stents? He decided no stents. He just decided no, he I'm going to... got gonna, Oh, no, he got a stent. He
1: had... This is what happened on Father's Day was I called my dad. Hey, happy Father's Day. Well, well thanks. <laughs> 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 but he, like, talks for two seconds. Yeah. Well, your brother's here. You want to say hi? Oh, yeah, and I was like, nice. oh, my God. Like, he won't talk to for five off. seconds. Yeah. So I get the pass-off and then... Uh, Everything my brother said led to a new piece of information I had not been told, okay, bad nice. news about my father. Uh-huh. So he said, uh, he said uh, uh, oh, I'm just here. Uh, you, you know, I stayed the weekend. I was like, oh, that was nice. Yeah, I just want to make sure the shunt in the, <laughs> or whatever it was, like, I just want to make sure the, the thing they put into dad's chest for mm-hmm. the antibiotics, you know, was work, working good. And I was like, I'm sorry, What? <sighs> Oh, well, he had, you know, after that one foot infection, then uh-huh. he got another couple of infections he didn't uh-huh. know. And so then they, they just have a thing in there so they can just hook him up to the IV drip. Uh-huh. So when the nurse comes, she can... I'm yeah. sorry, what? No, he has a nurse that comes uh-huh. once a day and puts in that. And I was like, I, oh, did he get the defibrillators on his? No, they had to, because of the infections, they had to put that off. But it's fine because, the, and I was just like, like 15 things. that I was like, and I, maybe I'll just go for a visit.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you've been yada, yada, yada in some I stuff. I think, yes.
1: Yeah. Anyway, yada, 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 <laughs> the funeral's on Friday. Yeah. Like, yo, oh, that's a, that is a, such a, and then my brother, after like the, the, the ninth, the time I was like what my brother he kind of was like sheepish and he's not a sheepish dude he was like a he's a giant computer guy he's oh, also oh. a hunter and all that but his thing is he does internet firewall security like oh, he's okay. a high yep. tech cutting edge guy But he was a champion power lifter in in high school. Oh, okay. And he only did that sport because he he didn't want to be around people. So he wouldn't (laughs) join the football team. So he was just like a champion. Like he's just built like a wall Uh anyway. But he, so sheepishly, after I was like, what? He goes, well, I I didn't tell you because it was fine. Right. And it's like, okay just Dad just having a new medical procedure every oh, three days Yeah,
0: but that's fine <laughs> but he's like i mean it, it's fine it
1: was and i was like oh i see my brother literally is only gonna call me when when dad's yeah. like i have 14 breaths left right call laura yeah
0: i'm holding my <laughs> <Okay>. breath yes
1: <laughs> i <laughs> i have 48 hours call her right. like they it's so bizarre when you're like oh good yeah that's the that's when you want to be there uh, when it's like the countdown at new year's
0: yeah no i i mean i agree with like i but i can also see it i think there's certainly a little bit of that in me like certainly i come from a family where i like my i you know they'll tell me a week after my dad dies that he's dead. no yeah. no i mean they yeah. won't of course but but, but there is a fine. bit of that I you mean, know he's, he's dead, fine but, yeah. but, I mean, but he's, he's fine. fine he's fine we're all fine don't worry there's you a process know, yeah. to life that's fine yeah people die he's fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah How's that? He's fine. No, no. it's. I mean, it happens I, to everybody. Yeah, I mean, he's been dead for two years. but no. Oh, we didn't mention anything. But I mean, he's, he's fine. He's you busy, you know. You know and yeah,
1: grass didn't still grows. Hay. He's
0: fine. No, he was fine with it. It's fine. He's fine. He loves you. Yeah, no, he loves you. <laughs> I mean, he never said anything about it. But, you know, from the way he acted, we assumed he did. He's a, crazy, I mean, a quiet, non-emotional. You know what he's it, like. In he's the not a guy who says that. You know, but I mean, he... I mean, he, he definitely loved prob- you. He
1: probably did.
0: I mean, you think he did, right? He and I'm like, yeah, I, do, I definitely you. think he did. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, well then why? Does Hang he, on to that. Why does he need to say it? People <laughs> say it too often anyway, but he's been dead With, two years. We didn't want to mention anything. Yeah. It was his last wish. He said, please don't, I'm fine. He said, don't, and don't bother Will. His last words were, I'm fine. <laughs> In fact, it's on his gravestone. You can visit his gravestone. We put I'm fine on your his gravestone. Stan, yeah, he's fine. You know what? Could you send us $500 for the gravestone? <laughs> We're getting I'm fine engraved on it for him. It was his last...
1: Do your parents talk about their de- death stuff much?
0: No. Because they're, they're farmers. They're very practical about that. The only thing that we've talked about, I will say this, is that... Uh, the, the, so, over the years... Uh, only really two major discussions about anything to do with uh, any of this uh, sort of uh, uh, stuff right so my dad's not religious uh, never I, was but mm-hmm. he's not anti-religious he yeah. just he literally is a farmer and he just never yeah. my, my dad mom, too not religious my mum my grandmother is religious so my mum was a bit religious and i feel like now even though she doesn't go to church or anything mm-hmm. she's maybe from what she writes on facebook and stuff you know kind of rediscovering her faith or mm-hmm, that connection mm-hmm. or whatever um But it was never a big thing in our family and like, you know, I remember when I was like 12 or 13 and I kind of went, like, oh, this doesn't really make sense. And they were like, cool, you don't have to, you know, go Mm. anymore or whatever. And that was kind of just me. So, it was never a big deal in any way, Mm -hmm. either anti or, you know, pro or anything. Mm -hmm. Very cycle of life sort of, you know, family. Mm -hmm. The only two times have really been around money. The first one was at one stage when my brother decided to come back on the farm, my parents just said to me, oh, we had some money put away that we were going to help everyone with their weddings if you wanted to get married. And we've given your brother and sister oh. money for their weddings. But um, at the moment, it'd be handy if we could use this money to reinvest oh. in the farm because your brother's coming you know, home oh, okay. and that's why blah, blah, blah. Would Is that cool with you? And A, I didn't know that, they had money for me, but right. uh, I would never ask my parents for money because uh-huh. I have my own life and career right, and those right, sort right, of things. Right. It's not an idea that I would have. And see, I'm probably not going to get married. So, right. like, I mean, it was like it really ticked all the boxes of me going, yeah, "I'm yeah. totally fine yeah. with this."
1: But at the same time, <clears throat> give me that money.
0: But then, yeah, well, yeah. But if my yeah, give me the money. <laughs> but can but I just also, have the. Can I'm I just have the money? But I have a party. I think or it'd something? be weird
1: if you kept it.
0: Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> do you hate? Do you not like me as much as the others? I mean, just write me a check. Send me the cash, PayPal me. So, no. But then the other one was when we had a discussion about what that would mean. They wanted to discuss with us about the farm because, oh. and the weird thing was, because technically, I guess when my parents die, that a third of the farm each oh, would right, go to right. each of the mm-hmm. kids. But really, what my parents would like, the farm's been in the you know the family for generations, and if my brother's going to you know keep farming yeah. and raise his family there and those sort of things, I yeah. think my parents would love. To, yeah, to keep the farm, let, and then uh-huh. you know what, and so whatever then arrangement is made mm-hmm. is made, and they just wanted to kind of be cool with, like, hey, if you know, if when we die, this isn't going to be suddenly an issue yeah, with you guys. We about, want you to like, know
1: now you don't get anything,
0: yeah, right, unless you want to be a farmer, yeah, which and is you're like, like, no, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with that, but that's literally <laughs> no, not, totally the only sense. two yeah. conversations we've ever really had about like the idea of their death have been. That, just about two practical money things, yes. and then the rest of it is not talked about at
1: all. Mine are the same yeah. way. It was never about death or what happens. It was yeah. just like, like one time they they went on a trip, like it must have been 15 years ago. They went, they were, I was looking through pictures of their trip, and I came across a picture of two headstones with their names on them, <laughs> which... I was completely unprepared for, so I'm just like, "Oh, that was nice. Oh, neat. Oh, you. Oh, that's a cute restaurant." <laughs> and like, I just saw my parents' headstones, which you may not think would be shocking to, you, but it's very. Sh- it was a shocking, and they. Were, and my mom was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. We just went ahead and bought the headstones, so you guys wouldn't have to. You know, we're going to be buried here. We bought the plot. We bought the thing. We bought the headstones. You just fill in the last number. That's all you're going to have to do." <laughs> I was you like
0: just fill in the last yeah, number.
1: That's all. You know and we, we we the paperwork with the name of the guy who does it and we just put it and I was like, "Thanks." Like just that's how my parents are. are you right? know what?
0: They were doing a deal, we just guessed at some dates. <laughs> I, so, was like,
1: <laughs> I was like, why hire? I was I will just use a Sharpie. Right. But it's yeah, they're like that. And then my dad was like the less he was like, "Well, I just paid a bunch of money in taxes. So when you get the inheritance, you don't have to. Thank you.
0: (laughs) I mean, that is very nice. No, it is. It's a really nice thing to do.
1: It is. It's nice and thoughtful and practical. And there is –
0: what is your response? Right. Hey. So this is what I was going to say is this idea of like – How much exactly? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, how much (laughs) it was.
1: How much exactly and how are you feeling?
0: I can understand how – Old people don't want to be a bother, like all yes. sick people. Like you know that idea of like not telling you that it, about all these things yes. because and the old part people of it who are is a bother
1: like, are even worse. Right. <laughs> so I understand swinging yeah. the other way.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. We all
1: know old people who are a bother, and yeah. that who wants that.
0: Right. Exactly. So I I don't think I'm going to look after my parents. So as in like I don't think that responsibility will be mine if they need to be looked after. Right. I feel like. It, I feel like my parents have decided that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like. Well, that they he, don't want
1: to come on the road with you and a no. nurse.
0: Yeah, I don't think that would be. You,
1: you have a hotel room.
0: Right there in the room next,
1: <laughs> but they no. Of course, I mean, you know, Will Anderson travels like, with his
0: parents. You right? know,
1: <laughs> it's not weird. It's yeah. It's a little when he <laughs> when you're trying to hook up with someone, you're like. Your, is your place okay? Because my right. at my hotel it's my parents and a yeah. and a
0: nurse. It's a and whole my dad's it's on a, a machine thing. now. I
1: mean, it's fine. They're unconscious. I mean, yeah. It's but fine. Like, I
0: made mean, by seven.
1: It just might be awkward for you for you, but yeah. I don't care.
0: I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> Normally they get a separate room, but this is just for laughs. And there's some big gags no, no, in no, town. They didn't. And they,
1: yeah, yeah, the the place was really. <sighs> full. I mean, it was really
0: full, and uh, I'm just you know what? big, let's try Anyway, whatever. You just it. you know what. <laughs> you
1: know what? There's a there's a lock in the bathroom.
0: You know, it's fine. Uh, You know the lock on the bar, this is the funniest. I like
1: you, you like me, the bathroom has a lock.
0: So uh, my friends and I, about five years ago, decided that uh, we were going to go to Las Vegas for like a final. We were at that age where the idea of going to Las Vegas was either beyond us already, or we were very much in the last time that it might be like a thing to to do. So we decided that we would do it. The last
1: possible moment we could enjoy it at all. Right.
0: Any part of it at all. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and as we discovered afterwards, it's really interesting because there's four of us who went and Uh we were all at various different stages of it. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of it, I was like, oh, that's cool. I could happily never go back to Las Vegas Uh again. And I felt like I had one proper like Las Vegas experience. There you go. And there was another guy in the group who was like, we should do this again next year. (laughs) So, you know, we hadn't all landed on the Uh, same page by the end of it, but... Uh But there was a certain uh, element of that, and um, oh god, there was a very good reason I was going to tell you that story, which was uh, we were talking about old people and uh, fuck. Ah, uh, I can't remember now. I've completely lost my train of thought.
1: Well, now I feel like I should know.
0: There is no way you could pause. Oh no, got it back. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Good. Well nice. done. I won't edit that out, by the way, because I don't like. Why to should edit. you? But anyway, so this is the thought process uh we were talking about you said uh, the bathroom door has a lock oh yeah yeah right Mm -hmm. so on the last night so the all four of us are staying in like a suite so the it's the same communal room and then there's like four different sort of like Mm -hmm. bedroom offshoots off this room but there's like a main communal room that you know all of us you know kind of share Uh, and uh Two of the guys decided to go out on the last night and two of us were already like I had to drive back to LA. Like oh, I was wait, the right. driver, so the next, I was like, I'm gonna have a quiet night tonight, right, be right, ready right. for tomorrow night. But two of them decided that they would go out, like uh-huh. for the final night. And they met two ladies who who turned out to be uh professional, you know, sex workers. Uh-huh, sure. And they were, you know, try the the girls were trying it on with, with these guys and their pitch was they said oh we're you know we're sharing this uh you know place so there's no way like so the guys were just being polite you know they were just saying oh you know they were just trying to put it off in a polite way so they're just going oh no no no, we're sharing you know and the guys are in the in this hotel room as well and the girls were like oh no, no, no we can just go back and do it in the toilet we do that all the time and i was like well that's an insight into a world of <laughs> But I'd never really discovered. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, no. That's oh, yeah, a, no, no, that's... Oh, yeah, no.
1: The roommate reach around? Oh, yeah. Totally, no big oh, deal. Oh,
0: man, we can keep quiet Let's enough Take that it to the bathroom. Sometimes the wife's in the other room. We're it's fine. Ba- oh, this yeah. is Vegas. <laughs> we have a guy who goes in and puts earplugs there's in a, the people. It's there's fine. There's a utility yeah. uh,
1: closet down the hall. We know this hotel. Literally, this yeah, is fine. No you know
0: what? I can knock them out for yeah. an hour and a half. No, no, it's <laughs> fine. I've got some... Uh, <laughs> I've got some chloroform. Yeah, it's fine. Like, Literally, like just an like hour and a half. It's yeah. like no it's big fine. deal. No big deal. We'll just an, hour and, an hour, a hour and a half.
1: Fifteen minutes. Right. No big so, deal. Yeah, no
0: just, problem. Yeah, exactly. Bar, no kissing. Bar, no kissing. <laughs> I <laughs> don't have time for that. This is fine. That's fine. Hey, hey, don't be a creep. Hey, let's not make this weird. <laughs> do,
1: if you think you're going to put your mouth on my mouth, yeah, you're exactly. Like that's crazy.
0: gross. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're done. I think so. Uh, tell me this. We've done some good work. Where can people find you? Where can people, if they have now, if they'd not heard of you before? I'm Laura House on Twitter. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah,
1: I'm Laura House on Twitter and just website laurahouse.com. Very easy.
0: Uh, you have podcasts?
1: I do. I did one because I couldn't think of... Um, There's nothing I, well, you talk about anything too, but I just called mine Laura House at Large Uh because I was like, well, whatever. But I'm doing a series now called Will You Med With Me, Uh where I meditate with comedians. Or no, to teach them if they don't know? So
0: you meditate first? Because you are a meditation we, – Well, you we talk about, like, what meditation stresses instructor? you out.
1: Yeah, certified. Yeah. Like, it's right next to my raw yeah. food certification. Yeah. No, but it's uh, – I don't actually have a certificate. But it's uh, – yeah, I've done it for a while and taught, I teach it. So, But, yeah, I'm fascinated that – I don't know. I, I want to be able to present it like, look, this isn't a weird, heavy thing that you might think of meditation as uh-huh. or whatever. Like, this is comics and writers and stuff. So. Yeah. It's meant to be like you, you can meditate along with us.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's really yeah. fun. I uh, have been reading. Uh, I, so speaking of retreats, you know, like you said, you, you sometimes, said we were done. Goodbye. I, I mean, if only <laughs> one. We, one more be, thing about Batman. To be honest, <laughs> if only we, if only we had you here every week, because that is exactly what somebody needs to say to me. Because there is always something else I want I to say. I just wear a
1: referee shirt and come out with a whistle. I mean, it's You're gonna, done.
0: It's gonna be bothering yeah. me until next time we talk that we didn't get to Norway. No, it's I mean, oh, I'm literally yeah. gonna like oh, you know yeah yeah. Sure. Sometimes people think that I like forget about the things. No, I just <laughs> think about other things. There's so many things I no, want to know. No, I get it.
1: No, it is. I do the same. No,
0: I've always wanted to do like a meditation retreat because I think that's the mm-hmm. only way that I could definitely like. Because I've always been interested in it, but I've always think I think that for me to re- I think I need to really fucking throw myself into going somewhere and doing like a, a week or a course or a thing where I just because I think that I'm too I don't know why I don't actually know I why but I think that's it I could explain it
1: to you and I could teach it to you but it's a whole other conversation yeah that we can also have and record but it's well thank you thank you for being part of the podcast of course thanks for really having me I appreciate it um,
0: if, if, I enjoyed
1: being a, a Charlie
0: yeah well uh, I'm sure Charlie enjoyed being uh, having uh, anyway I don't know mm-hmm. how that works but you hey, I bet you had a good time this is the end of the podcast this is the <laughs> point I mean some people have switched off by now some people haven't because some people know it comes home strong occasionally
1: at the end of this podcast Sam Jackson uh, comes on and tells you about yeah there's a little it gives a little
0: hint about the next yeah, podcast yeah exactly what's coming up next oh I will <laughs> say this that the dollop down under dave anthony and uh, gareth reynolds tour of australia uh i think i'm allowed to say that i will be doing some of those Ooh. shows i won't say which ones but i will be doing some of those shows so check your local guides uh when that comes out and uh if you're in australia i'm coming home so uh i check uh, the twitter and stuff for where i'll be doing sets and you know stuff around australia so uh thank you very much laura house and uh, hopefully you. we'll get to talk to you again soon please